Live on the Freak Radio Network. Rulers of the Motorsports Empire. Broadcasting live from the Lucas Oil Studios. Budweiser, the King of Beers, presents Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Sergeant and his freaking pit crew, Stat Man Carruthers. We ain't going nowhere, baby. And the baddest bitch to wrap it around two wheels, Crash Gladys. Ooh, hello there. Welcome to a special edition of Speed Freaks, coming to you from Denver, Colorado. Bandamere Raceway, baby. Part of the Mopar Mile High Nationals. It's, again, a special edition of the Freak Nation. The Mobile Lucas Oil Studios. And if you hear the rumble behind us, well, it's because we're at a damn drag strip. That's how you get the Freak Nation out here. you got to pay us a lot of money to come out here and do it upright. Coming up in the next two hours, loads the special edition of, of the Mopar Mile High National. Listen to what we got coming up. Momentarily, Kenny, the Bud King Bernstein, he's going to be in here. Morgan Lucas is going to be here. Gary Selzy, Ron Caps, Jack Bettman, Jerry Tolliver, Larry Morgan, Big Daddy Don Garlitz. Even Bernstein's getting excited about that down here. Oh Damn. God. And we got some big-time giveaways for you guys here in the Freak Nation tonight. Got some fathead sunglasses to give away and a chance for you, Freak Nation, to go to Budapest, Hungary to see the Red Bull Air Races, some of the baddest freaking pilots. And these are full-fledged pilots, the Red Bull Air Races. Log on to RedBullAirRaces.com and you can see all the information on what you, Freak Nation, may be able to be a part of coming up in the mid part of August. Now, the Red Bull Air Races in San Diego and Detroit were pretty much off the hook. They were really cool. However, the restrictions are much different. A lot of restrictions are lifted when you go over to Europe, so these planes even come closer to you, baby. It is really cool. So we're going to register some of you in the Freak Nation tonight to possibly win a trip for two to join Speed Freaks there in Budapest, Hungary, for the Red Bull Air Races. But since we're here at a drag strip, I figure we ought to kick it up with two of the biggest names in motorsports, regardless if they're selling oil, if they're selling beer, they're selling... Uh, Monster Energy Drink. I mean, there's bigger names than Crash and Statman? Well, okay, three. Speak for yourself, Statman. <laughs> All right, three. Now joining us here in the Speed Freaks pits here at the Mopar Speed Shop, Morgan Lucas, top fuel pilot. How's it going? Good to get you here, Morgan. Of course, Kenny the Bud King Bernstein running in here. You're always running and gunning, Bernstein. Can't you take some time out? You know, I thought it was supposed to slow down, buddy, but it sure hasn't, has it? Yeah, so much for that retirement. Yeah, yeah. I was up there at Aspen a couple of days ago, and they said, oh, you're retired now, and I just wanted to puke right then, you know. (laughs) I wish. But wait a minute. I'm hearing some rumblings that maybe that actual retirement is a year or so away, maybe a little bit longer, because Brandon has now moved full-time, your son, to Indianapolis. Yeah, he's real happy about that. But but it's for him to maybe take a better look at the shop and see how things go because the transfer of ownership may happen soon? Well, I don't know about soon. We'll have to wait and see on it. But hopefully in the next couple of years, yeah, it's getting time. And uh, he certainly got to that position to get there. We put him up there with Lenny and Brogno at the shop there. And – We'll go next year and see how it works out. But there'll be a point in time when it all happens, I'm sure. And I'm certainly ready. I wish it was tomorrow. <laughs> and then you'll get to enjoy Aspen. Yeah, or something. <laughs> Kenny Bernstein, Morgan Wait a minute, Lucas. wait a minute. Before we go to Morgan, you told me about a year ago. Yeah, I messed up, didn't I? <laughs> you told me about a year ago that you were all ready to run and to get back here and win another championship. Well, I learned real quick. It took about a year to get my, my fill of driving those race cars again. Uh, me and that Monster Energy car, we had a hell of a tussle, but it was fun. But, uh, no, it's, it was time to get out of the seat. I'm comfortable with that. Felt good with it the, when I made the decision. I haven't looked back. Tommy Johnson's done good. But you're right. I did tell you that. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> 
Kenny Bernstein, Morgan Lucas joins us here, part of the Mopar Speed Shop, a special edition of Speed Freaks here on a Sunday night. Morgan, you got a guy that's been a team owner of not just in the NHRA, but in open wheel and in NASCAR and stock cars. You're a relatively new team owner. A lot of changes going on with sponsorship and, of course, the series and, and drag racing in general. Can you sit down with Bernstein for like two hours and maybe get two hours worth of information and, and be able to decipher that on how to own a team? To be honest with you, I've actually sat down with Kenny before, and he's, he's gave us a lot of great information. But to be honest with you, Kenny in so many ways sets a standard for team owners in this sport because, I mean, he's got probably the, the most awesome first-class operation out here as far as quality and cleanliness and everything else. And I think it says a lot for everybody else to try to keep up with that. That's Morgan Thank Lucas. Kenny Bernstein here with Speed Freaks, Mopar Speed Shop, Vandermeer Raceway, special edition of Speed Freaks. And you talk about team ownership, both of you guys. NASCAR, Tony Stewart, is now 50% owner of the Haas CNC, which is now Stewart Haas Sucker. Racing in NASCAR. What's Tony Stewart, Kenny Bernstein, in store for now as a driver and a team owner in NASCAR? Well, I, I would imagine it's going to be very difficult. Uh, it's a different position. But he's not the total owner, so he's going to have a lot of support. That makes a big difference. You know, everyone down there that's tried to be their own owner-driver, Darrell Waltrip, Ricky Rudd, all those guys have all fallen by the wayside on that. It's very difficult to do both in any sport, but certainly in NASCAR. In Tony's position, though, being a 50% person, there will always be the other side taking up some of the slack, so it should help him. But it will be a different eye-opener for him by all means. There's no question. A little bit different responsibility. Even though he's been a team owner already, a championship team owner right. in open wheel, right. whether it's the USAC, sprints, and midgets, none of that's really going to transfer or will some of it transfer over? Well, I think it all helps anytime you get experience in anything you do as ownerships. You're dealing with budgets and sponsors and things. He knows how to do all that stuff. It just comes with a different package when you become uh, on the NASCAR side. I mean, you got a tremendous amount of races, a lot of testing to do. It's just a lot of your time's taken up, and it's hard to be an owner and a driver and do all of it. It's very difficult. Kenny Bernstein, Morgan Lucas joins us here on the Speed Freak Special Edition from Bandemir Raceway. Statman, go right ahead. I got ten things on my mind here. <laughs> in particular, you. You've been around this sport a long time, and you helped bring in some uh, a lot of money, Budweiser in particular, yeah. into the uh, uh, NHRA pits. A lot of uh, companies, large companies, and uh, especially investors, are getting involved in NASCAR. There's only been one or two teams that have tried that same kind of input in drag racing. Is that something that drag racing needs to try to maybe go to Wall Street and get some investors to come in and bring some capital to continue to grow the sport? Well, certainly we would like to do that, and certainly that is possibility to do. But I don't think our sport drag racing is at that level yet to do that. I think in a few years with some things going on, if it continues to grow and some other major companies become involved, then that would be potentially okay. You know, that never really happened with NASCAR until they became mainstream sports. Yeah. I don't know if we'll ever become mainstream sport because NASCAR is so popular and so strong, but we're a great second position sport by all means. Kenny Mor Bernstein, Morgan Lucas, George Crash Gladys, Kenny Sarge, Statman Carruthers Crash, we'll go right ahead. Morgan, do you see any downside to having financial firms come in and be co-owners of teams? Because I am starting to hear drivers and other media members call them faceless financial firms who don't really care about the sport. They just care about making an extra buck in their pocket. Do you see a downside to that? Well, I mean, there's probably going to be ups and downs to it. I mean, the upside, definitely, there's going to be money coming in from it. But it's like Kenny said, I don't really foresee it happening in the near future. I know Cognazzi, with Dave Connolly's car at the beginning of this year, they had people come in and and check it out. I know he had a bunch of investors in his shop, but I don't know what came out of it, if the charger came out of that or not or what happened. But 
you know, whatever the case, he has a sponsor now for his race car. But to to be honest with you, I mean, with the fact that the economy is so bad and, and the fact that you can't even find investors to buy housing loans, I don't understand why you can, you know, you can even think that in drag race we're going to find that right now. Good point. And Good point. But Morgan Lucas, my, my concern outside looking in at you, you don't have any championships under your belt. It's like, can you not focus on driving first and not having to worry about owning the team? Or did you have a choice? Uh, to be honest with you, I mean, my main focus is on driving at all times because, I mean, it's a safety issue almost more than anything else. I, when it comes to the ownership side of things, that's more of a title. I mean, we got John Stewart there. He manages right. majority of things that happen, and we got good people in place to kind of take care of things. You know, you're only as good as the people that are taking care of you and supporting you in a situation like that, in my opinion. I know Kenny's got a, a great staff of people in California and Indianapolis, and it, and it says a lot for what and how they perform with the championships they have. But, you know, as far as getting sponsors and getting the money to come in the sport, you have to have championships. You have to have quality people there, and that's something that we're kind of lacking a lot of in the sport is a lot of good quality crew chiefs and, and people to, to make those things happen. Morgan Lucas, Kenny Bernstein with Statman, Crash, Kenny Sargent, Speed Freaks. This is the first race, Kenny and Morgan, where you're going to be running 1,000 feet, man. And you're, you're doing it now. How do you prepare for 1,000 feet when you've been doing 1320 <laughs> for, you know, 50-plus years, Kenny? Well, first of all, I think it's a great move on NHRA's part to do it. I think it was the right move at the right time to get some safety uh, to help us out a taste until we have time to really go to work on these cars themselves and slow them down and take some of the power out of them. So I think it was a good move. I'm very much supportive of that. The drivers today and tonight and tomorrow, they're going to have to reprogram their brains a little bit, and they're going to have to really pay attention to where that finish line is at the 1,000-foot because in all reality, when you drive these cars enough times, you almost do it subconsciously, to be honest about it, and you have a little timer up here in your brain, and maybe you might not see that finish line, line as, as plain as you want to, but your brain tells you it's time. So you're going to have to get over that. You're going to have to really look at the groove and look for that finish line for a few runs. Let me throw something out to both of you. Uh, since the 1,000-foot comes a lot faster than the 1320, obviously, the tuners are going to have to – they're going to be exploding the car off the line, aren't they? The, the no, whole shot's going to no. be more important? Well, the, driving on the whole shot will be very important, oh, yeah. sure. I, I think that's a big deal. But the tuners aren't going to do anything different. You can only do what the racetrack and the conditions give you every day. That's I it. can't tell you how many more races I would have won if you raced at 1,000-foot. You know, our car, we drop holes past, you know, 1,000-foot. We're trying to figure that out with our car, and, I mean, it runs fine until it gets there most of the time. So it kind of came to, came to us a little bit on the situation. But like Kenny said, I, I actually have a lot of respect for HRA and the fact that they actually made a move, as bold as it was, to take care of us on this, to make it safer and make things better for the drivers. Because we're actually we're trying to put on a show for the fans out here and trying to make them money on top of it. To be, I, I do like the decision. I have to say, personally, I, I, I like change that is good. But to speak on the other side of things, I'm hearing some rumblings that some drivers or some crew members are thinking, we didn't need to do it now. Denver's not a track that has a lack of runoff. It also goes uphill. Wrong, the whole West wrong, Coast, really? Wrong, okay. Very wrong. First of all, this, okay. this particular racetrack, Bandemir, is shorter than Englishtown, New Jersey. Ooh. Really? Yes, ma'am. Where Scott Glitter passed away. Yes, sir. So... Forget that knowledge because they don't know what they're talking about. This short, this track is shorter shutoff than Englishtown, New Jersey. And the so uphill doesn't matter. It helps, true, and by all means. But at the same time, remember this. We're in thin air, so consequently the parachutes can't grab quite as much. But the uphill, uphill does help. But it truly is a shorter racetrack. We're, we're pushing these motors way harder yeah. at this altitude than we ever do. So, I mean, you're talking a lot more risk at kicking the rods out, hurting the motors, doing things that you wouldn't normally get in oil in the tires and causing safety risks at that point. Uh, 
we're all out here. We're trying to make a living at some point, but you have to draw the line between safety and not, and, and that's why I said it, it's really, really proud of any trade for making the now, movie. Now, let me also bring this up with Kenny Bernstein and Morgan Lucas here with the Speed Freaks on a Sunday night special edition from Bandemir Raceway. When Dale Earnhardt died, NASCAR got their balls beat large. I mean, their safety precautions, which to some people were almost nil. Now, NHRA's reaction to Scotty Coletta's death, Bernstein, would you give it an A, a minus, a B, a C? Triple A. Really? Well, they immediately made a decision to go to a thousand foot. That was the quickest, easiest, and the less expensive thing to do, and it could be done right now. And they did it. I, I commend them for that. I think it's fantastic they did that. Along with another list of continuing things to do everything to make it safer in every location you can. Like, what's the what would be the primary thing you would call for? Right now? Yeah. Well, my, my primary thing was certainly the 1,000-foot was number one. Two is to slow the cars down, take some power away. Three would be for all the racetracks, whether they're current racetracks or older ones, to do everything they can do at the finish line, uh, shutoff area, to make them as safe as they possibly can. Sand instead of gravel, Whatever it takes. Yeah. Whatever it takes. I mean, if you got to bulldoze trees and everything else down, if you can do that, you own the property, get after it. I really I couldn't agree with Kenny more. There's no... You can't put a cost on safety. You can't put a price on it. There's nothing that you can do better than actually making sure this place is safer. But I give an A also. I, I really think this is the quickest I've ever seen them react to a tragedy. I know when we lost Eric last year, they were contemplating their decision, their move, and it took a while to analyze the situation and assess it, and especially even after Daryl's accident. You know, this is the quickest they've ever made a jump at fixing a problem, and I, I really think it's awesome. It makes us I'd feel like better. to say one more thing real quick just to give you more input on this. Morgan mentioned that these cars start dropping cylinders and things down there, and they get real unhappy down there, and they, they want to throw the rods out and things like that. Most of that stuff happens from the 900,000 foot on. Right. The, the, the issue is going to really be nice is that we may stop some of these oil downs, which is downtime, certainly be safer possibly. This is a Band-Aid. This is not the total fix by all means. This is the start of it. By, 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 so. But there's one thing I can tell you is this. You want to really be safe in a race car, it's real simple. The quicker you can get off the accelerator, the better off you are. So 90% nitro, was that ever an issue? Well, I think it's too much. <laughs> so you think that might be cut back? I think we're going to take a lot of power out of these cars and slow them down and take what we call the bomb away from them so that when they do explode, it's not so violent. Yes. Is it not? Hold on. Before we, get, before we let you guys go, is it not a case of losing some of the effect of what drag racing's been with the quarter mile, Kenny? It's, it's been about let, let me it's say been this. about that. Let me say this to all the fans out there, and we love you. We, we anguished over this losing the quarter mile for a week or so, believe me, because this thing was going on for mm -hmm. a period of time before the decision was made. None of us wanted to give up the quarter mile history. None of us out here. It, it, first thing I said, no way. But then you start thinking about what's at stake, and you realize this is the smart thing to do. Make, let me make it understand is, yes, we want to run a quarter mile. And if we can fix these cars to run slower and not have the bomb in them that they have now, believe me, we'll go back to quarter mile. But remember this. You're not going to know a difference today. Yeah. They're going to pound the ground. They're going to make noise. And they're going to go 300 still. I couldn't agree more. I mean, we're still going to put on a great show for people. Even though we are losing 300 feet of the racetrack, the majority of the accidents that do happen out here, right. incidences, if you look at Tony's deal, they're all past 1,000 foot. And it's just one of those things. We have to look at the situation like, yeah, granted, we've been doing it for years, but we have to be the safest we possibly can. And this, it's a crutch. It's a Band-Aid. But you know what? 
once we get it figured out, and once we find out how we can actually slow these things down, we'll go back to it and we'll give the fans more racetrack and go back to the heritage, you know? Morgan Lucas, Kenny Bernstein from the Mopar Speed Shop, Vandermeer Raceway, with a special edition of Speed Freaks on a Sunday night for the Mobile Lucas Oil Studios. Guys, thank you for coming in here. Thank you. And being as honest. And, and yes, to hear, hear that come out of Bernstein's mouth, the bomb. Yeah, oh, and, and to hear him talk about maybe the thousand foot might last yeah. a while. That's oh, that's oh yeah, believe me. Wow. And it's always fun to be here. But next time we'll try to joke around a little bit more. We'll talk about something a little less serious. You think? <laughs> Morgan Lucas, Kenny Burns, you and Jr. That's what we joke around that's about. That's true. <laughs> when we continue, more information on how you can win that Red Bull Air Races trip, courtesy of Steve Freaks, of course, Red Bull got the fat head sunglasses, and Gary Selzy, the wild thing. He's coming up next here in the Speed Freaks pits. Thank you. Like an ass rash. Me crazy. Gone right. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. This is Budweiser. This is the authentic American lager. This is a recipe used for over 130 years. And the freshest beer in the store. This is hand-selected barley malt from the golden fields of the Great Plains. It's a precise blend of two-row and six-row barley for the perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. This is the choicest hops grown in the Willamette Valley in Washington and Oregon and Bonner's Ferry in Idaho. Hops chosen for their aroma, flavor, and character and hand-blended into each brew kettle. This is every batch Beechwood aged for three weeks to produce a one-of-a-kind smoothness. This is Budweiser. This is the great American lager. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, Speed Freaks, it's Kenny Sargent. You got some tranny problems? Well, then go get yourself some Lucas Oil Transmission Fix. It's non-solvent, formula stop slip, hesitation, and rough shifting in worn transmissions and completely eliminates most seal leaks. It lowers operating temperatures, stops foaming, and you can use Lucas Oil Transmission Fix in any transmission for preventative maintenance. You can also use Lucas Oil Transmission Fix in light-duty manual transmissions to increase shifting ease and transmission life. Shoot by your favorite auto parts dealer and pick up some Lucas Oil Transmission Fix today. The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright future. Mopar has been uniquely successful at bringing its proud heritage into the 21st century. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude, a culture, and a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. On the street, at the track, or in the backwoods, Mopar rides with you. 97.1 This freaking segment is brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You got a high dollar sports car, an SUV, or a light truck? You need some Continental Tires on that bad boy. Log on to ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com and find the right tire for your rig. Continental Tire, the official tire of the Freak Nation. You're back with the Freaks, Bandamere Speedway, a special edition of Speed Freaks, the Mobile Loop Control Studios, landing at the Mopar Speed Shop for the Mopar Mile High National. Coming up within the show, Ron Capps is going to be joining us. 
Funny Car Pilots, of course, Ron Capsis, too. But Funny Car Pilots, Jerry Tolliver, going to be in here. Jack Beckman, Pro Stalker, Larry Morgan, and the Big Daddy, Don Garlitz, the legend. Do you think Seven? we can get him to tell the story about Chris Caramacinas again? I don't know. Come on. The guy's 71 years old, and he still can kick some ass. Oh, yeah. Also, your chance to register to possibly join Speed Freaks in Budapest, Hungary, for the Red Bull Air Races. When you hear the Red Bull Air Race sounder, be one of the first five callers, and you'll get your name in the hat to go, go to Budapest, Hungary. Log on to RedBullAirRaces.com find out all the information on these on these planes. This is some madness, air races. Well, yes, and I, I kind of feel bad for the United States because if you've seen them in San Diego or Detroit, yes, they're incredible, but there are restrictions. The FAA places restrictions on how close these planes can get to you, the fans, but in Europe, it's a whole different thing. So in Budapest, these planes are on top of your This ass. is the story. The Red Bull Air Races, it's a world series that features the world's best pilots in motorsports. It's a competition based on speed, precision, and skill. And if you've seen it in the commercials, or if you've even seen this stuff... Going through the pylon sideways. Oh, it's awesome. They're agile, lightweight racing planes, over 370 kilometers per hour, at 12 Gs in planes. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. So, Freak Nation, you're going to be able to be a part of this, possibly. Just keep listening, and when you hear the Red Bull Air Races sounder, trust me, you'll know the Red Bull Air Races sounder. Be one of the first five callers at 86... 69 freaks that's 866 937 3257 8669 freaks and you will get your name in the hat to join speed freaks in budapest hungary for the red bull air race drawing to be in about three weeks or so no, it's gonna be no it's gonna be next week next week yeah we're gonna draw next week whoa yeah, a limited number of people are gonna be in this drawing wow. all right statman carruthers crash Gladys of kenny Sargent, mopar speed shop special edition at bandamere raceway now in the speed freaks pits a gentleman that actually had a week off last week from final eliminations. Always enjoy getting his happy ass in here. They call him the wild thing. I got about 47 other names for the happy bastard. <laughs> Would you please welcome four-time NHRA champion Gary Selzy. What's up? Hey, brother. How are you? I, you know what? I just want to hear crash that airplane thing again. <laughs> that turned me on. Ooh, My airplane's yeah. a little different. Yeah, it is. Gary, let's get right into it, man. A little disqualification last week. Oh. In, uh, where the hell was that? Was that oh, Norwalk. That was in Norwalk, Ohio. For some dangling Loose. preposition on the car, what the hell? What, ha what dangling peppercinis? I yes. think we're hanging. Uh, right. We had uh, five pounds of loose ballast in our car. We were ten pounds. What is overweight. that in lay terms? What do you mean by loose then ballast? What it is is a five-pound chunk of uh, shot that was laying in the belly pan of the race car that was tossed in there to make sure that uh, the scales that vary 30 pounds one way or the other didn't vary. Uh, we had a five-pound cushion. You just slid through that. I did. Because that's a big deal. You just uh, well, a it's a, it is it is a big deal. It's a five pound thing of shot that I'd say 90% of all the teams out here have, um, just because the scales vary so much. And uh, but we were 10 pounds heavy without it, but we should have been 20 pounds heavy. We weigh our cars um, before the run, like the pro stock cars do, but we found that some of the scales of the places we go to are antique, and there's a big variance. And one of the crew guys tossed it in there. Um, I mean, I, I'm not going to say I, I didn't know it happened that time, but I know that it's been done right. for years with several teams. And it was kind of laughing stock because we got caught. Because you're skirting the rules. Yeah. But like he I said, mean, he's not the first is, one to do bottom it. Bottom line is, and that, and that doesn't excuse it, Crash, by no means. Is, but they should have thrown out the run, not thrown us out from the event and said, look, guys, we're gonna, you better make your car 40 pounds heavy because we're not going to tolerate this. But it, was not on the, it wasn't in the car on the run like – some people thought it was an unsafe thing. We're not going to do anything unsafe. But 
we did put a little insurance policy in there and got caught. You know, you know, I know I'm going to get mad here because you just said the scales are a little bit archaic. Guess what? There's a lot of things at some of these tracks that are archaic. We've been talking about safety with Bernstein and Morgan, and now we can talk about safety with you. Everybody needs to step up to the plate. Everybody needs to make some changes because there's no reason for a scale. There's no reason for a lot of things, but there's no reason for a scale to be that variable at, from track to track. You're absolutely right. You sound like me. When I did the interview on ESPN, everybody said, man, you were stuttering, Selzy. You couldn't talk. I, said, I was so pissed. And I was trying not to drop the F-bomb every other word, and I wasn't being very politically correct. But we were wrong, so I don't want to take away from that. No, no, no. But you know what? Our car is going to be 40 pounds heavy everywhere we go. And if we come up light then, I'm going to probably get in the to Durango and mow over this toll booth um, more than likely. You know, in NASCAR, Gary Selzy, on Tuesday afternoon, they take 100 points away from you. Would you rather take, lose 100 points or maybe and sit out of the race? At, at that that point, if they take 100 points away, then I'm done for the year. Um, the whole idea is, the, is what the what the infraction was is a joke because it's pretty comical around here about the scales. I know a pro stock team that weighed, let's just, I don't know the numbers they got away, but let's say 2550. Rolled it off the scales, put five pounds on, put it back on, and weighed 2550. Pulled it off, put five more on, weighed 2550, and said, scales are jacked. We'll throw five more on it. Made the run, came back, and it weighed 2550. Now, that's 15 Whatever. pounds more, and the car kept getting lighter. So I'm not sure how those scales work, but I want one in my bathroom because then I'm going to go to Ruth Chris and order me a four-pound T-bone. Four-time NHRA champion. Gary Selzy joins us here in the special edition of Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Statman Carruthers, Crash Gladys, I'm Kenny Sargent. Keep the number handy, 8669-FREAKS. That's 866-937-3257. Or the freaking text, Crash Gladys. Text the word FREAK to 25827. We're talking with Gary Selzy about what happened in Norwalk last weekend. Of course, this is the Mopar Mile High Nationals, which Gary Selzy is one of the featured Mopar drivers. Screw the 40 pounds of pressure, 40 pounds on your funny car. You got about 400 pounds of pressure on your back to freaking perform, Selzy. Yeah, it's uh, it hasn't been a, a banner year for us. It's been very difficult, you know, and then two weeks ago certainly didn't help matters. But to come here with a new boss, you know, from Mopar and all new people that I'm just meeting this weekend for the first time and not sure how they're going to take old cells here, the wild thing. They might want me to be the mild thing, and so that's not going to work. But, you know, when you're at your sponsor's race, we were fortunate enough to win this thing a couple of years ago. And uh, if you're going to win, you know, when I was with Winston, we never could win the Winston Showdown or any of those Winston things. We were number one qualifier, but never could break through. So to win the Mopar Parks Mile High Nationals a couple of years ago was great. But right now, if we're going to break out of this slump we're in, I can't think of a better place to do it than here because the dealers are so behind us. And the fans, you know, Oakley's our deal too. And I don't know any more of a cult than Oakley and Mopar. Last night at the block party, there's people with the Mopar M's tattooed on them. And I'm telling you, they were pretty hot. <laughs> Not the men, Kenny, the women. Uh, you but saw you know Mopar a M on a woman's chest. I saw several chests nice. with M's on them. And it might have been me going, mamma mia. I'm not sure, but they had M's on them. But one of the, one of the things he made a point of in that conversation right there, Salesy, and we did la uh, at the Mopar block party, is the dealers. It's about everybody that owns a Jeep, a Chrysler, a Dodge. They can go get parts that a lot of these Mopar drivers like yourself are actually running on their Hemis, running on their pro stock cars. And you know what, Kenny? Even though the price of gas is ridiculous and we got to do something about it, these people are still wanting Hemis. They, they want to be able, you know, they just light-footed around town a little bit. When they get on the freeway, they want to be able to go and pass. I mean, you know, it didn't do me any good when I got my Hemi. <laughs> Actually, I had a Viper pickup with a V10 in it. And that wasn't very good on mileage because what happens, I'm always finding a way to pass somebody. Right. And it was red, so that didn't work real well with the Highway Patrol because it stuck out like a sore thumb. 
But damn I'm CHP. telling you, I didn't give a damn about the price of gas at the time. I like the power. It's fun. But that's the point. And everybody is. listening can go out and get parts from their dealers. Performance parts. Performance parts for their Mopar, from, for their car, Mopar parts for their Dodge, Chrysler, and Jeep. Some people think it's they're out of reach because they see you guys in the funny cars and the pro stuff. No. No. Carbon fiber hoods, exhaust yeah. systems, I mean, camshafts, air cleaners. I mean, all that stuff right at your local dealer. I mean, it, it's a bitching deal. It's so bitching to be associated with them because everybody knows that I'm not right. And <laughs> so, does that work right? I, I don't think that's a good combination. And if he's not right and he can do it, then I yeah, can do it. That's right. Everybody should be able to not be not be right. So Gary Selzy and other sports and stick and ball sports, they have what's called a slump buster uh, to get you out of the oh, yeah. slump. Well, hold on a second, Steph, before you go. You know what I'm going to say on the buster part, don't you? Before, just a little bit ago, the Yankees used a gold thong as their slump buster, so go ahead. So, now the Yankees now are growing a mustache. You don't need a mustache. What's your slump buster going to be to win the event? You know, I haven't thought about, but Crash, my sparkle fire suit normally turns into a thong at the end of a run. If if everything goes right, I don't know how them long-legged, thick fire suit pants end up being a thong, but they do sometimes, only on a good run. And we haven't been on one of those in a while, so we'll see Do you what need a lucky bracelet or a, a photo or something? I can tell you some things that have been put in our clutch box, but we're not on HBO. And I, unbeknownst to me, body parts and things like that. With you, I, I don't think I've ever asked you this, which is very surprising knowing your proximity to venture into sex talk. <laughs> Never. No, I did are not you? date Dr. Ruth. Oh, damn it. All right, next question. She turned me down. Are you are you for or against having sex the morning of a race? Oh, I'm for it, especially oh, if there's yeah. somebody else there with me. That's one of my favorite things. Because um, most of the time I'll you're on the road you and, and nobody's one. there, and you know, actually sometimes I've done my best work by myself. Anyway, what were you talking about? You don't break having, 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 you know, having little, little. No, little hell, let's say I ain't throwing no football 100 yards. I'm only gonna go four and a half seconds. I'm good. But Frank Pedergon. Hold on, though. Frank Pedergon told us he would refrain from sex the entire weekend because he wanted to be uptight. Did you know on the that? No wonder Frank had trouble drag racing. <laughs> Poor boy's all backed up. Now you know why Frank's not out here. Jesus, you know, relieve some of the pressure, brother. <laughs> oh, Gary Selzy with Statman Carruthers, Kenny Sargent, Crash Gladys from the Mopar Speed Shop and the Mopar Mile High Nationals on a Sunday night. We were talking to Bernstein and Morgan Lucas about team ownership. Smoke, your friend, your good friend, a friend of the Freak Nations, is now 50% owner of a NASCAR team and a driver. What kind of onus does that put on you as a driver that you would feel as a driver and have an own and take care of everything, like what Morgan Lucas and now Tony Stewart's going to have to feel? Well, five years ago, I was actually looking and owning my own team, trying to put some sponsorship together. And I was going to do something a little unique and different, too. I was going to bring Jimmy Brock into the fray. He was going to be my crew chief, but he was also going to be a 50% partner. And what that did is it ensured that I had a brilliant crew chief no one was going to out-dollar me on because he owned the team. But at the last minute, the sponsorship fell through, and I was going to – I even thought about moving to Brownsburg, Indiana. And uh, now at this at this time in my life, being 47 years old and owning a company, sells the enterprise, the truck body company, I don't want to do that. I want to, I'm going to put all my eggs in the truck body company because it's stable. And I don't have to worry about sponsorship problems. And things are just a little too volatile right now to be a car owner for me. What about just a, just a car owner? Well, even if I was just a car owner, I would have to be a hands-on car owner. And I would have to be at the shop every day, whether it was just to be open in the mail or talk to the guys or go to lunch with them. I mean, it takes away from the trucking that's business. just the way I do it. And the truck body business is going to make me a lot more money, hopefully, uh, when the economy turns around. And, you know, if sponsorships, if they have a new corporate 
poncho that comes in and says, hey, you know what? Drag racing is history. I don't care about our three-year deal. It's over after one year. Well, you can't try to replace that one. You know, you've got your neck strung out too long, and I'm not willing to take that gamble. Not, not where I'm at in life right now. Gary Selzy, four-time NHRA drag racing champion with Statman, Crash Gladys and Kenny Sargent, Mopar Speed Shop, Vandermeer Raceway, Mopar Mile High Nationals. Are we going to see you running next year, Gary Selzy? Can, uh, cannot make a statement at this time. Oh, for Come legal on. counsel has Selzy. said. We go through no this statement. every year. Because you retired last year. No, I did not retire last year. What did I you was going to take Damn a sabbatical. Oh. Sabbatical, they did say and that. Then um, Ken Black says, "I'll get you home 20 more days a year, fly you back and forth from Vegas, and that's worked out well." So we'll see if Ken can help out. I mean, we'll just have to see. We got things. I mean, believe me, 20 days doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're on the road 300 days, 20 is huge, believe yeah. me. With the kids. With the kids. It's all about the kids. It's all for, it's the, all for kids. the kids. <laughs> Give a shout out to the website, Selzy. Uh, GarySelzy.com. Check it out. Go to videos and watch my boys race. And uh, the photos has got pictures of the USAC midget with Michael Ficino behind the wheel. And. Uh, it's all updated now, and it's all new stuff coming on every week. GarySelzy.com. And, of course, Mopar.com. Gary Selzy driving the Mopar funny car for the Mopar Mile High National, of course, throughout the rest of the year. Gary Selzy joining Statman, Crash Gladys, I'm Kenny Sargent. And when we continue, his nemesis on the golf course, Ron Capps, funny car driver. He's going to be in here, Jack Beckman. Big Daddy Don Garlitz is coming up. And, of course, a chance for you guys to go to Budapest, Hungary, for the Red Bull Air Races. Just listen for that Red Bull Air Race sounder coming up. <laughs> Sometime within the show, keep the number handy, 8669 Freaks. Be one of the first five callers. Get your name in the hat, all right? When we continue, Ronald C. Caps. Thanks, Gene, for coming in, man. Love you guys. Love you, mean it. Freaking segment is brought to you by the Lucas Oil Motorsports Hour, IHBA, Demolition Derby, Super Trucks, Hooters Pro Cup, World Series of Off-Road Racing, and more. It's all on the Lucas Oil Motorsports Hour. Log on to motorsportshour.com for more information. It's real racing for real people and the Lucas Oil Motorsports Hour. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Freak Nation, I know you're familiar with Lucas Oil for your trucks and automobiles, but did you know Lucas has your motorcycle oil too? For years, Lucas has been blending high-performance motor and gear oils for the racing industry. That led to the development of true racing oils that far exceed all manufactured specifications and can outlast other oils up to four times on the track or on the street. If you're a street cruiser or one that runs it wide open on the dirt, get Lucas high-performance motorcycle oil today. Check out lucasoil.com for more information. Lucas Oil, the official oil of the freaks. You want to have one thing in common with drag racing legend John Force? Get yourself a set of Mac tools. The same Mac tools at the heart of John's 14 funny car titles. You can get them from thousands of independent Mac tool dealers and the Speed Freaks. Just go to speedfreaks.tv, sign up for our Mac Tools Mechanic of the Month contest, and tell us why you or someone you know deserves a set of Mac tools. It's just that easy. The Mac Tools Mechanic of the Month contest at speedfreaks.tv. Check it out. 
Continental Tire has the right tire for your ride. And if you're looking for some high-performance tires designed specifically for today's sports cars, then a set of Conti Sport Contact Tires are the choice. Did you know Continental currently holds the record for the world's fastest standard production tire, the VMAX? In fact, the entire lineup of Conti Sport Contact Tires deliver great handling and awesome performance you can feel. Find out more at ContinentalTire.com, the official tire of the Freak Nation. This isn't some other beer. This isn't a Bach, an ale, a stout, or a pale. This isn't a cherry wheat or a berry wheat, and it doesn't taste like chocolate. This isn't some trendy microbrew. This is the perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. This is Budweiser. This is the great American lager. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. It's important we all do our part to help California students be successful in school and in life. I'm Jack O'Connell, State Superintendent of Public Instruction and former school teacher, with an easy tip on how to do just that. Stimulate your child's interest in science. Encourage them to be a collector. Shells, rocks, insects, or leaves make great collections. Then provide a special place in your home for these treasures. This hands-on approach will help encourage your child's curiosity. This tip from the California Lottery, doing their part to support public education. You want to have one thing in common with drag racing legend John Force? Get yourself a set of Mac tools. The same Mac tools at the heart of John's 14 funny car titles. You can get them from thousands of independent Mac tool dealers and the Speed Freaks. Just go to speedfreaks.tv. Sign up for our Mac Tools Mechanic of the Month contest and tell us why you or someone you know deserves a set of Mac tools. It's just that easy. The Mac Tools Mechanic of the Month contest at speedfreaks.tv. Check it out. At Continental Tire, they have the right tire for your ride. The Continental Contact Series of tires are available for whatever you drive. High-performance sports car, touring sedan, minivan, light truck, or SUV. Protect your most valuable assets, you, your family, and your vehicle. Demand quality, demand performance, demand Continental. To find a retailer near you, visit ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, the official tire of the Freak Nation. This isn't some other beer. This isn't a Bach, an ale, a stout, or a pale. This isn't a cherry wheat or a berry wheat, and it doesn't taste like chocolate. This isn't some trendy microbrew. This is the perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. This is Budweiser. This is the great American lager. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. This freaking segment is brought to you by Speed Zone. Get two hours of unlimited play for only $19.99. That's two hours of unlimited go-karts, dragsters, mini-golf, and video games, only $19.99. Get the coupon for big savings at SpeedZone.com. Speed Zone in the city of industry in Southern California. Speed Zone, the official adrenaline of Speed Freaks. You're back with the Freaks, a special freaking edition from the Mopar Mile High Nationals as we do it up for the Mopar Speed Shop. And we've landed the Lucas Oil Studios here amongst the thousands upon thousands at Vandermeer Speedway, celebrating their 50th anniversary for drag racing. We've got the 29th Annual Mopar Maha Nationals going on behind us, as you can hear. Coming up, Big Daddy Don Garlitz is going to be in here. Jack Beckman, Jerry Tolliver, a couple other big-time funny car pilots, sponsored by our friends there at Mopar. And again, don't forget, your chance to win a trip for two 
for the Red Bull Air Races. Whenever you hear that Red Bull Air Race sounder, be one of the first five callers, 86, 69 Freaks. And we're going to put your name in the hat to possibly join the Freaks in Budapest, Hungary, to see some of the baddest pilots race about 15 feet above the water. Oh, it's going to be it's awesome. Crazy. It's sweet. Log on to Red Bull Air Races for more information. Wait, before we, before we get to Ron, I just want to add a little bit. When we were at the Reno Air Races a couple of years ago, and those planes came oh. over us about 25, 30 feet off the ground. I mean, had to, 500 miles an hour. Yeah, almost needed <laughs> a diaper, you know. I mean, it was, it was incredible. To I'll have steal that a Statman word. It was Jurassic. It, it was. It was completely. <laughs> you sit there and watch 500 miles an hour go 20 feet above your yeah. head sideways yeah. they were completely banked over at the pylon but you don't have any idea what speed is like till you see that so freak nation you could be a part budapest hungry red bull air races courtesy of red bull and of course speed freaks now the freaks pits had him in here a number of times sitting right across from his old pits there ronald c caps nhra funny car driver ron caps what's up there ron? what's the c stand for i keep forgetting ron, i've been saying it for eight years Okay. Just kind of use your Everybody imagination. Everybody is Championship. a championship. Oh, I got imagination. Yeah, That's what I was know. asking. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, the answer is yes. Ron, no, doing C-Caps, good. this is the first week, and you guys are running the 1,000-foot mark, not not the 1320 as usual. Has it been any different from the past? You know, we as t when we tested, you know, all year long, whenever we test, Ace, my crew chief, generally doesn't let me go past 1,000 foot. Um, and, you know, I, I, I don't I – don't, think it was a big difference you know it, they put the cones on the guardrail they've got a line down there I'm sure for some drivers it may not test very much it was kind of a, a strange situation to just have the clutch start locking up in these things and then all of a sudden you got to shut them off but it's not that early in the run people are getting in I, I feel like when we first showed up in Denver there on Friday it was like they, they thought it was gonna be like half track or something it's really not a thousand foot's pretty far down there and I, I don't think especially as a spectator in the grandstands if the scoreboard didn't tell you they wouldn't probably know we shut them off at a thousand to be honest with you Ron Caps joins Statman, Crash Gladys and Kenny Sargent with Speed Freaks here at Bandemir Raceway. Go ahead, Crash. Does it matter as much for the tuners, though, because some guys need a little help on the starting line. Other guys are great on the starting line, and they can just go. Like, for instance, I think Tony Schumacher's been talked about, your teammate, as a guy that really picks it up at the end more than the beginning at the start line. So there's where the difference might come into play for some drivers. I don't think, um, you know, looking back, I think starting on, on Friday that any really crew chief – had an, uh, an idea that he was going to do anything different um, because I think we're so much on the edge to make these cars run and still have a good year stick to the track that if you said, okay, now to the 1,000 foot, I better really get after the car earlier in the run, well, why wouldn't you do that anyway if you're going to, to a quarter mile because you want to go as fast as you can, as quick as you can. So I don't think anybody had any plans to change it. And what's ironic is we're here, we're showing up, we showed up at Denver. So it's like, okay, here's a track that you got to change everything. Yes. A crew chief goes crazy yeah. anyway. So, I don't think, uh, plus, okay, we had the new chassis that were mandatory starting Friday. It, it, basically, all this at the Denver race. New chassis, which we had already run. A few teams have had some that we've been running. Forces guys had them beginning of the year. Then, the new Goodyear tire we had to start running by Denver. It's like, there is the biz, biz, biggest asterisk next to the Denver race. First track to go to 1,000 foot. First track mandatory safety stuff. First track mandatory new Goodyear tire all at one track and on top of it it's a track that you got to change all the tune-up you know what a crazy weekend it was but are you a proponent of the thousand foot do you agree with it some tracks uh some tracks we're, we're gonna have to probably i could go over with you guys down the schedule and you could look at a few of them pomona i'm not so sure depending on how they do with the safety at each track 
uh, with the golf course down there, Pomona, on the road, there's no room to go off the end. Reading, Pennsylvania is a hairy shutdown area. Let me tell you, it's downhill, it's short, but what they did is they bought somebody's farm across the way to let them put a sand trap, so they shut that road down, and you actually go, and I've been in a sand trap, you jump across the road. Okay, it's still short. So there's two, there's two tracks with three races, Pomona being two races a year, that we probably need to go to 1,000 foot, unless they drastically bring some kind of a safety measure in, which they need to anyway with catch nets and yeah. whatever. But there's a few tracks. Now, well, we don't Sonoma need... Sonoma and Vegas. Yeah, Sonoma, Indianapolis, Charlotte. I could go on and on. We could go to a quarter mile and have plenty of shutdown area, running 460s and 470s and have a problem and have plenty of shutdown area. We need to be running a quarter mile, period. But I'm not opposed to being like NASCAR and have a couple of shorter tracks, especially like a Pomona where there's just no way you're adding on down there. No way at all. Ron Cap, speaking of NASCAR, let's go a little different direction here. How's your left-hand turn? Uh, how's your left and right turning going? It's been okay. The last uh, when's the last time I had to do that? The the, the Prelude. Um, Eldora. Yeah. Yeah, we had a good time with that. In fact, they just started airing it a couple weeks ago on Speed uh, after the pay-per-view. So it's funny. I get messages now every week, and people are writing me saying, "Are you in you in Eldora right now?" And I'm like, "No, it ain't. It ain't. It ain't live." Is that still a passion for you? Is that something you really want to do? Yeah, and I'm trying still. Uh, we're closer to putting a deal together, get me to Daytona in January and run the 24-hour. Um, oh, my word. Judy Stropis is working on it. Yeah, I've been trying to. You know, I love road racing, and I do it when I can, but we're hoping to do that. That's my last dream of doing something, and I'm hoping I can get into a ride there. Ron Capps joins Speed Freaks for a special edition here at Vandermeer Raceway on a Sunday. You hear the cars behind us. Well, yeah. that's why we do it. Stand Nitro. Crash Pattis. I'm Kenny Sargent. That's a big statement he just said. I mean, the 24 hours of Daytona has become the all-star race because you've got guys from Formula One, IndyCar, Champ Car, NASCAR, and the, the big guys in sports cars like Tom Christensen. And now drag racing. You could be the first drag racer to really make a big statement there. Yeah. John, that's huge. That would be awesome. I'm a big fan. And obviously, more NASCAR guys are doing that every year. And uh, so... It's all been kind of hinged on who Mopar and Dodge being a sponsor and trying to get into a car over there that's a Dodge, which has been tough. But, uh, you know, we'll see how it works out. When you run against guys like Jimmy Johnson, yeah. Smoke, Casey Kane, has there been a level of respect that's finally come your way and not just this obnoxious straight liner coming in here, running on the dirt, running in some of the midget races with us? The, the prelude probably did more than anything because of the time I get to spend with Kyle Busch, uh, Jimmy Johnson, Earnhardt Jr. I race on the internet with Junior a lot. Um, and uh, and so it's funny. It's all he does. When he's not racing, he's on there. And we're on there racing with him. And uh, But the prelude, more than anything else, was a time to spend with all these guys. Uh, and they talk about watching our drag races. and But more than anything else, they really watch what I do. And it's cool to come off. And it was funny this year because... They got ready to do the parade lap where we're ready to jump in the back of the trucks and go around. And uh, we're walking along, and I always get in with Bobby Labonte or, uh, you know, somebody like that where I, have a, I, I really love guys like Bobby Labonte you can talk to. And nobody would get in the truck with Kyle. So I said, Kyle, I'll get in there with you. I said, I want to hear what it's like to get booed, you know, and he starts laughing. With Kyle Busch. Yeah, Kyle Busch. So we get in there. He's a great guy. Let me just tell you. I really like He's really him. misunderstood. But we get in there, and let me That's tell you, I, I got, we got pelted with bottles and stuff oh. thrown at us. And he said, I said, you know what, this would be kind of uh, inspiring to me. If this happened to me, it would make me want to go out and race fat. He says, you know, you hit it on the head. He goes, these, guys, these fans don't understand it. And now there's more, there's less booing, there's more cheering. But he said it himself. He said, 
they don't understand. It fuels me when they get upset at, at me. wins this year. Oh, yeah. So that was fun. We spent some time talking, and he really wanted to know what I did in the car stage, and he, and he has a real inkling to maybe get in a funny car and maybe go to half track or something. Because you talk about you can talk about oh, that with it. Kevin Harvick coming in here next year into drag racing. And you're good friends with guys in stock cars. Could you not see maybe partnering up with one of the NASCAR yeah, guys? Maybe down the road, yeah, if I become yeah. an owner down the road. I've, that's the cool part of it. Jimmy Johnson's a great friend. We text message, you know, every weekend, junior, um, a lot of those guys. And I I would love to have a guy come over and take a run to half track in one of these. But the, the respect factor that, that, that really excites me about it is they don't want any part of it. They come, they stand, the, scared. Oh, they yeah. stand the starting line, and you guys like Tony Stewart are, are like, he'll drive anything, but he says, man, there ain't no way I'm getting in that car. That is Ron Capps, NHRA Funny Car Driver, here at the Mopar Speed Shop. And you hear it all behind us. Vandermeer Speedway, 50th anniversary. Special Speed Freaks edition. Statman, Crash Gladys, I'm Kenny Sargent. Ronald, thanks for coming in here, man. You got it, anytime. Ronald C. Ronald C. Capps. When we continue, Jack C. Beckman and Jerry C. Tolliver, other big-time NHRA Funny Car Drivers. Larry Morgan, going to go pro-stocking with him. And Don Gardich, yep. The Grand Marshal of the Mopar Mile High Nationals, he's also coming up. And don't miss that sounder for the Red Bull Air Races in Budapest, Hungary. And also some Fathead Sunglasses to give away. More Freaks coming up. This freaking segment is brought to you by the Lucas Oil Motorsports Hour, IHBA, Demolition Derby, Super Trucks, Hooters Pro Cup, World Series of Off-Road Racing, and more. It's all on the Lucas Oil Motorsports Hour. Log on to motorsportshour.com for more information. It's real racing for real people and the Lucas Oil Motorsports Hour. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations. Ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright future. Mopar has been uniquely successful at bringing its proud heritage into the 21st century. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude, a culture, and a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. On the street, at the track, or in the backwoods, Mopar rides with you. Investors, today's economic and political instability means it's more important than ever for you to create financial protection and upside potential. How can you do it? With an investment in gold. I'm Mark Alberian, president of Goldline, the nation's trusted source for gold and silver since 1960. Our clients have seen gold and silver more than double in the last three years, and many experts are predicting even greater increases. We make it easy for you to add gold and silver to your portfolio for as little as $1,000. I'm talking about real gold and silver, shipped to you with no sales tax or delivery fees. Find out how gold can protect you from inflation, a falling dollar, and world unrest. Call Goldline right now, and I'll send you a free investor's kit and CD. Call Goldline at 1-800-357-1382. Call Goldline right now for your free investor kit and CD. Call 1-800-357-1382. That's 1-800-357-1382. This is Matt Land, the voice of Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. Would you like to do something on the weekends other than just cut your grass? Would you like to go boating? Would you like to go golfing? How about spend a day at the races with the family? Well, you can do more of those things when you buy a Dixie Chopper. To find us, visit DixieChopper.com and click on Dealer Locator to find your friendly, fast Dixie Chopper dealer closest to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the Freak Nation. Now you say- 
Speed Freaks is brought to you by Budweiser and the Casey Kane number nine Budweiser Dodge Charger. Budweiser, great American lager. Welcome back to Speed Freaks, Statman Brothers, Crash Gladys, I'm Kenny Sargent. Keep this number handy, 8669 Freaks. That's 866-937-3257. Going to be registering some of the Freak Nation tonight for a trip to Budapest, Hungary to join the freaks for the Red Bull Air Races. Log on to RedBullAirRaces.com and you find out all the information about some of the baddest pilots on this planet. Pulling 12 Gs, your chance to be a part of the Red Bull Air Races coming up in Budapest, Hungary in August. Also, some fathead sunglasses to give away right now. Be the, right now. Let's do it. Be okay. the 10th. Yeah, I'll be the 10th Freak Nation member to text the freaks and wear Crash Gladys. Text the word freak and fatheads, or just text freaking fatheads to 25827. Again, text freaking fatheads to 25827. If you want to get creative, I might bump you up on the top 10 list. Uh, okay, be the 10th. They can do freaking fatheads and then give me a reason, right. give me a sentence why you want the fatheads Fat, so bad and be creative. Fathead cool. Sunglasses, official sunglasses of the Freak Nation. Log on to Fatheads with a Z, fatheads.com. But by the way, just out. text it to 25827. Freaking fatheads and your message. It is a special edition of Speed Freaks on a Sunday afternoon, well, a Sunday night, depending on where you are, from Bandamere Raceway for the Mopar Mile High Nationals and the Mopar Speed Shop. Here in the mobile Lucas Oil Studios, as Kenny Sargent gets in all the sponsors of the Freak Nation. Now joining us here, had both these guys on, but never together. And I really don't know how Stat and Crash and myself are going to get a word in. We're not. Otherwise. We're not. With these Turn two. Turn our mics off. <laughs> because both of these funny car pilots are some talking bastards. Jerry Tolliver and Jack Beckman. Welcome, Jack. Welcome, Jerry, to the Freak Nation. Thanks, Jenny. Good to be here. He got okay. the first words in, Beckman. Ditto. Oh. oh, that's not fun. Beckman. He looked that word up today. That's a thousand-foot interview yeah, right there. He just looked that word up, didn't he? Hey, Beckman, I was talking to Tyler off mic about the new rules here, of course, here in Denver. You're running the 1,000-foot mark. You've got the new chassis. You've got the new tire that you're having to run. And NASCAR got the crap beat out of when Dale Earnhardt died out of their, in regards to their safety program. Now, the NHRA does not have a traveling safety team like the IndyCar Series does. Why wouldn't the NHRA have a traveling safety team because a traveling safety team is more familiar with each, each of the drivers, correct? Why doesn't NHRA have that? Well, it's interesting you say that. Back in the mid-50s, before NHRA's first national event, they started with the drag safari, and that was the exact purpose. They toured the nation, got together with the car clubs at the time that were interested in getting people off the street and into organized drag racing, and set up just that purpose. But I think now that you've got these 140 established NHRA member tracks, uh, they're continually in communication. They know that the, what the minimum standards are. So I don't know that there's a need for NHR to continuously have scout teams going out there. But the safety safari is at every single national event. Jerry, what about the safety program in the NHRA? You, you actually have some knowledge about that. Your brother was part of the... I have knowledge about everything, Kenny. I know you do, Tolliver. Listen. He's smart. Oh, God. You know, the safety safari did, did have until Dan Bricky went on sabbatical here what, a couple of months ago. Dan ran the medical program right. and went to every race. Okay, They have a doctor at every race, the NHRA does, and it's usually a doctor that has done this you know, for several times before. Right. My brother Kevin was the doctor for the NHRA, and he traveled. He went to probably five, six races a year. Uh, Doc Oliver was prior to my brother. Doc right. Oliver went to a lot of them. So, in essence, they do have a traveling safety medical team that goes to them. Is it the same doctor at every race? No. 
but it is a doctor that is experienced, a doctor that has been to several races prior and knows what to do. And something mean, that's crucial is he knows about each of your bodies and your blood type. Well, and your, I don't know if he don't knows about doctors. Hang on. That's what doctors do, okay? <laughs> doctors know those types of things. Well, well the thing about the, the, the knock against NASCAR not having a traveling team is that if a guy is in a very serious accident, he doesn't know the exact blood type to bring to that guy. Whereas if you have a traveling doctor that knows these guys in and out, that helps. Well, we have a file. Every driver has a medical file on, on record. It, it has our blood types and, and, and what we Mine's have, our blood types, our alcohol 90. preference, and anything else we like. <laughs> but but the bottom line is, let, let's don't let's don't take it down too far and say that they're they're being you know uh, negligent in, in, in with not having medical teams. They do have a medical team. Dan Bricky has done this or did this and is still doing this. He's under a medical leave right now, and probably for 25, 30 years. And Dan has worked with, with, with the doctors throughout those years. And like I said, they've got doctors that – my brother did it, like I said, for five years and, and, and probably went to six, seven events themselves. So Doc Oliver, uh, there's more than I'm missing, I'm forgetting. But um, the guys that are here know what they're doing. Jerry Tolliver, Jack Beckman joins Statman, Crash Gladys, and Kenny Sargent. Special edition of Speed Freaks on a Sunday night from the Mopar Speed Shop and Bandamere Speedway. Those are the cars you hear in the background, of course. Jack Beckman, we're talking about safety. The 1,000-foot – run now here in Denver. Were you for it or against it? I was initially against it. I mean, I'm a purist, and everything quarter mile has defined drag racing. And after I first read the announcement, I was a little bit shocked. I was a little bit upset. But when I let it set in and reason took over, I realized that NHRA didn't do this for their image. In fact, this might be the toughest thing ever for their image. They're changing the definition of things. They're going to run quarter mile for every category except Nitro, Dragster, and Funny Car. So the fans are going to have to do this conversion in their heads. And uh, what I realized, though, is their ultimate goal will be to safely slow the race cars down, hopefully without costing the teams a lot of excess R&D money. But until they're able to do that, this was the safest, most logical interim step for us. It will minimize engine explosions. It's going to give us more shutdown area. It's going to take away some speed from us. I don't think there's any driver in here that's in love with racing to 1,000 foot, but I think every single one of us realizes the idea is to protect us and make sure that drag racing succeeds long term. So, so in other words, now you're for it. I think well, I heard that the, in there. The dad part of me is for <laughs> it. You know? The racer part of me wants to go the quarter mile, but I recognize that ultimately that's what we will be doing is back to quarter mile but i don't know that we need to see right. 337 miles an hour I, I think to the fans seeing that 300 on the scoreboard that's a big run so anything more than that i, I don't know that they're going to be extra excited over that and what it's taken away from the sport is seven tenths of a second at the end of the run what i'm going to be curious to see and jerry don't you be the first guy to forget and go to 1320 feet because somebody's going to forget yeah NHRA Funny Car Pilots, Jack Beckman, Jerry Tolliver joins us here in Speed Freaks. What do you think about the 1,000 feet? Well, I think the key word Jack said over there was interim. And then I was all for it from the beginning because we had to do something right now, right now, today, yesterday, because we're hurting drivers, we're killing drivers, yeah. and that's got to stop. Uh, the parts thing is just is just a byproduct of that that, that helps the teams and the, and, and the financial aspect of what we're doing. But we had to do something immediately. I mean, Scott Gleddis thing just, I mean, like you said, with the NASCAR went through a heavy scrutiny with Dale Earnhardt. Yep. Well, so were we with Scott Coletta. Scott Coletta was, was golden around here, and he's cherished by, by all of us. So the bottom line is this, is that they had to do something. They had to do it now. They're working on a long-term solution. Like Jack said, the purists, no, purists want to go a quarter mile. It's just what we've always done. You know, change sometimes is difficult to accept. But we had to do something, so I applaud NHRA for being proactive for once. And I shouldn't have said that. Proactive and making a decision and doing it, 
and, and taking us to a thousand foot until they figure out a way to slow the cars down, slow the speeds down. You know, these these racetracks that we were, that were running on were built back in the '60s, yeah. and and we've gone from 250 miles an hour to, you know, 330 miles an hour. So we need more space to shut them down. If one thing goes wrong, you're in trouble. I got in trouble here in, in Denver last year. I hit my shoe. I missed my shoes on the first swipe, and I got them on the second. Only one came out. Should have should have slowed me down on, on you know on any other racetrack, but up here we have no air, no downforce, yeah. and it's a very short track. So I want the sand trap. Eighty percent nitro, seventy-five percent nitro. Would that be a cure? No. There is a formula for doing this. I happen to be very close to Dale Armstrong, who's my former crew chief. Dale wrote a paper in 1997 on how to contain this, how to control this, and the way you contain it, the way you control it is lower compression. You lower the static compression, you minimize the blur overdrive, and there's not, there's no way to circumvent that. And what it will do is once you get the right formula, the right combination of compression and blower overdrive, you can get these cars to go 300 miles an hour, be safe, you can tip the can, you can have more nitro, you can make more noise, and give the fans a good race side by side. And still the guys that are good will have the do better on the blowers and have, you know, the good crew chiefs will figure out a way to make that stuff work better. I've submitted uh, that paper to well, NHR exactly. again, and, and that's what this whole, that's what all this stuff is about right now, to figure out the best way to go. Jack said fuel, fuel volume, you said gear rate. I mean, there's all these different scenarios of how to do it. Hang on, wow. the other problem here that, that, we're, that you're not talking about is the tire problem we're having when we're going 330 miles an hour and we're, we're putting all the stress on that tire. So that's another issue that will go away when we slow these things down. Let's don't forget that issue. He's had tire explosions. It's catastrophic. Jerry Tolliver, Jack Beckman, NHRA Funny Car Pilots joining us here in the Mopar Speed Shop. Coming up, Big Daddy Don Garlitz. Back in 2001, NASCAR caught all kinds of grief about the safety program. And they still took months upon months to make changes. That's, NHRA that's did step point. up to the plate. NHRA stepped up quickly by shortening the track at least and are now seriously thinking big-time changes. One of the things that I have to say, though, is if you think about it, what NHRA did was brilliant. It was proactive to slow the cars down, and now we're going to address it from every other issue. The brakes, the parachutes, the runoffs, the sand traps. And if you look here at Bandemir at the changes that they've done this weekend, in addition to shortening the racetrack, they've changed the configuration of the catch nets, the sand trap, the poles that surround them. So they've tackled this from a ton of different angles here, and this is what we need to keep the sport going strong. Jack Beckman, Jerry Tolliver, Freak Nation, what do you think? Text us. Text the word FREAK. To 25827 and then your message. Text the word FREAK and your message, your opinion on what NHRA has been doing with the safety changes. Is it good or not? Text the word FREAK to what again, Crasher? 25827. That's Statman over there, Crash Gladys of Kenny Sargent, Jerry Tolliver, Jack Beckman, big-time NHRA Funny Car Pilots. Join us here in the Mopar Speed Shop with Bandemir Raceway, the 50th anniversary. My God, that's unbelievable. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Thank you, fellas, cool. for coming in. You actually got some words in, Beckman. That's Jerry Tolliver, Jack Thanks Beckman. Thanks for being here. Big Daddy Don Garland's coming up, Larry Morgan, and, of course, wait for that sounder of the Red Bull Air Races. One of the fifth First five callers, and we'll put your name in the hat to win a trip for two to Budapest, Hungary, coming up in August. And you got to have a freaking passport, all right? The number, 8669-FREAKS, oh, yes, 866-937-3257. And you just might be going to Budapest, Hungary, courtesy of Red Bull and the Red Bull Air Races. More Freaks coming up. Me up a new revolution. This one is a
freaking segment is brought to you by Speed Zone. Get two hours of unlimited play for only nineteen ninety nine. That's two hours of unlimited go karts, dragsters, mini golf, and video games. Only nineteen ninety nine. Get the coupon for big savings at SpeedZone.com. Speed Zone in the city of industry in Southern California. Speed Zone, the official adrenaline of Speed Freaks. You are listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio redefined. At Continental Tire, they have the right tire for your ride. The Continental Contact Series of tires are available for whatever you drive. High-performance sports car, touring sedan, minivan, light truck, or SUV. Protect your most valuable assets, you, your family, and your vehicle. Demand quality, demand performance, demand Continental. To find a retailer near you, visit ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, the official tire of the Freak Nation. The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright future. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude on the street, at the track, or in the backwoods. Mopar rides with you. After all, Mopar is family. Listen. Are you worried about record oil prices or the BS going on in the housing crisis or what you could do to protect your backside against recession or inflation? Consider an investment in gold. Just call Goldline for a free investor's kit, 800-352-1382. Gold has gained, what, maybe an average of 20% per year since 2001, and gold still remains well below its all-time high when adjusted for inflation. With as little as 1000 bucks, baby, you can add real gold to your portfolio. That's actual gold shipped directly to you. Gold could help you diversify your investments, and you could do it with one of the nation's oldest and largest gold dealers. Call 800-357-1382, and Goldline will send you a free gold investor's kit and DVD. Call right now. You'll also get a coupon for free delivery of your first order. Don't be an a-hole and delay. Call Goldline right now. 800-357-1382. 800-357-1382. Hello, this is Mo Ansari, president of Compaq Asset Management. For years on my radio show, Market Wrap, I've had the opportunity to share with you my professional experience of over 30 years in the financial markets with the goal of making you a better informed investor. Now I have the pleasure of announcing that Compaq Asset Management has been named by Reuters Advice Point as one of the top financial advisors in the country. The entire staff at Compaq is honored to receive this recognition. It means we are doing something right. By providing customized wealth management solutions for our clients' financial goals, we take our job very seriously, and we thank Reuters Advice Point for naming us as one of the nation's top advisors. We will continue to work hard to live up to this honor. If you or someone you know is interested to learn how we can help you pursue your financial goals, call Compaq Asset Management for a free appointment at 800-388-9700. I will meet with you personally, 800-388-9700. Compaq is a registered investment advisor, funds custodian, fidelity institutional broker group member, NESDS APC. Every week brings new headlines of yet another major identity breach or theft. 320,000 voter records stolen in Nashville. 260,000 social security numbers released in Wisconsin. And over 45 million credit and debit card records stolen from a national retail chain. Another identity is stolen every three seconds. But LifeLock works to prevent identity thieves from destroying your credit and ruining your good name. I'm Todd Davis, CEO of LifeLock. 
Say that you murdered her. The number one series in cable history returns. What do I have to do to get you to agree with me? Stop being wrong. Entertainment Weekly calls it TV's most riveting one-woman show. The all-new season premiere of The Closer. Followed by the all-new season premiere of Saving Grace. Mondays at 9, 8 central starting July 14th only on TNT. We know drama. Viewer discretion advised. I'm about to prove it's nearly impossible to get lost in a Chevy Malibu with OnStar turn-by-turn navigation. It not only detects when you miss a turn. You have left the planned route. Do you need directions to get back on route? It gets you back on track. Drive a Chevy Malibu with OnStar turn-by-turn navigation, standard for the first year, and it's almost impossible to get lost. Drive a Camry or Accord, and, well, it's impossible to get OnStar. Visit OnStar.com for details and system limitations. Turn-by-turn not available in certain areas. You want to have one thing in common with drag racing legend John Force? Get yourself a set of Mac tools. The same Mac tools at the heart of John's 14 funny car titles. You can get them from thousands of independent Mac tool dealers and the Speed Freaks. Just go to speedfreaks.tv. Sign up for a Mac tools mechanic of the month contest and tell us why you or someone you know deserves a set of Mac tools. It's just that easy. The Mac tools mechanic of the month contest at speedfreaks.tv. Check it out. You've heard of LifeLock by now, and it's your turn to hook it up with the nation's leading identity theft prevention service that guarantees your good name. CEO Todd Davis, he's public with his social security number, so you can certainly feel safe with your identification. LifeLock also removes your name from junk mail list and pre-approved credit card lists, all backed by a million-dollar total service guarantee. Get a 30-day free trial and save 10% when you go to Speed Freaks' website or visit LifeLock.com and enter keyword Speed Freaks. Remember, LifeLock guarantees your good name. This freaking segment is brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You got a high-dollar sports car, an SUV, or a light truck? You need some Continental Tires on that bad boy. Log on to ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com and find the right tire for your rig. Continental Tire, the official tire of the Freak Nation. You're back with Speed Freaks, Statman Carruthers, Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent. You hear the cars behind us. Well, we're at Vandermeer Speedway, 50th anniversary for the track. And it's the 29th annual Mopar Mile High Nationals. Doing it for the Mopar Speed Shop. And the Mopar craziness continues as we do it for the Lucas Oil Studios. Just get them all in. I have to get in there because Mopar unveiled the Dodge Challenger this weekend for the 29th annual Mopar Mile High Nationals. And this car, Statman, it's the first packaged car in 40 years for Chrysler, the Dodge Challenger. It's going to be an incredible deal. They they have to get some of them approved by the uh, almost in the SCCA by the NHRA yeah, to right. get it. Uh, what class is going to go in? It'd be wild to get some of these things in pro stock because the Challenger was one of the original cars when they first formed pro stock back in the 70s out of double uh, A. What was it? Double A stock. It was double A stock, I think, at the beginning. It was back they, in the day. Back in the day when, before they launched Pro Stock. You guys log on to Mopar.com or Mopod.com to check out the new Mopar Dodge Challenger SRT8. It's just a bitchin' car. And again, Freak Nation, you can go out and get this thing at your Dodge dealers. Just like all. Soon. Soon. soon correct. Soon. And just like all the Mopar parts, Dodge, Chrysler, 
Jeep. You got one of those? Go out and get some Mopar performance products and put those on your car. Your dealers are right there. Again, log on to Mopar.com or Mopod.com for more information. When you see this Challenger, it looks just like it's a perfect rendition of the original one. It looks like the modernized version of the original. It's a perfect... uh, uh, what do you call vintage you car know, it has or, t- you're right. or it has replica car? Yeah, has some 2008 touches to it. Yeah, you know? but it but it really looks like the older car. It's a beautiful, beautiful car. That's Statman Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent. Now joining us here in the Mopar Speed Shop, Lucas Oil sponsored Pro Stock Pilot, who actually had a taste of the countdown last year. Absolutely. Would you please welcome Larry Morgan? What's up there, Larry? Hey, I'll tell you what. Just to be up here on the hill, love band of mirrors. Mopar race, love the race, love Mopar, Lucas Oil, love everybody, love you guys. Hey, you're just in a loving mood. Will you get your, oh yeah, you get your hand off this. my leg. You well, when you're saying you love me, you got my your hand on my leg. You boy. guys are good, great people. And you know, coming up here unveiling this new Challenger. You know, at the beginning of Pro Stock, that's what they ran was Challengers. Right. My first race car was a Challenger. I, I mean, I I think it's great. It's a neat deal for everybody. Lucas Oil, NHRA Pro Stock pilot, Larry Morgan. Join Statman, Crash Fast, and Kenny Sargent, Speed Freaks, a special edition Sunday night from Bandemir Raceway with the Mopar Mile High Nationals. And it's a big deal, I don't care for Lucas Oil, Mopar, all the sponsors up and down this track, that they show new fans. Okay, they keep the interest of the regular fans, the, the, the fans that have been following the series for 50 years, but it's a big deal for the sponsors that they bring in new fans. How do you, Larry Morgan, how do you attract NASCAR fans? open wheel fans you know we have people that bring their kids in sit in our cars take pictures you know that that makes us feel good that we're doing something for the sport a lot of guys over in nascar they're not able it's not that they won't they're not able they're so busy uh, i know a lot of those racers and, and tony stewart i mean that guy's they've got him tied up every minute at the races so i mean it isn't that he wouldn't do it you know he's probably so stressed out by the end of the race that you know, some people get on him, but, you know, we're not really overwhelmed with, with what goes on here because it's spread out all over. There's Alan Johnson fans. There's uh, Gary Selzy fans. There's Warren Johnson. You know, you, you get all those racers and, and all the fans, they get to go around and see every everyone out here. You know, John Force, God bless the guy. He is the best out here with the fans. I mean, I love him to death. I, I, I mean, I was a teammate of his for, for I don't know, 14 years and, and the guy was just so cool but you know some of these other guys that are, are tied down with corporate sponsorships they're tied up at the races and they can't get away uh, you got to have that so larry morgan how long do you think it'll be we talked a little bit about this last night how long do you think it'll be before they do something about the so-called pro stock car when there's no carbureted motors coming out of any of the manufacturers anymore and the big v8s or things of the past when is when is that going to change well you know warren johnson and i have been working we had deals with gm in the early 90s and we both done some research and development on fuel injection you know 15 years ago so we know what it would do well nhra is afraid they can't police it because of the traction control there's so many things that you can stretch the rules with and they it'd be hard for them to police it i think that's nascar's issue too because they still have some of the carburetors yeah. and, and yeah and they're and afraid it, they can't police it but it, you got to make the car real to the people buying i agree i agree with that you know it wouldn't hurt me to go to fuel injection i mean i would love to do it myself it would back us up maybe a little bit but then on the other hand maybe it won't because the, 
the uh, the sports compact cars. Actually, those guys were way ahead of time from what we are. You, you know what I'm saying? You know, That's those guys can help us. From a Powerade yeah. guy. Yeah. All right, Larry Morgan, before you get out of here, NHRA, Lucas Oil, Pro Stocker, before you get out of here, I've got Warren Johnson standing here. I've got Jack Coffin standing over here. And then I've got Greg Anderson over here. Whose ass do you want to beat the baddest on the track? All of them. No, don't the hell's that, wrong with you. Whose ass do you want to beat the worst out of those three on the track? Actually, I'd have to say Greg because he's beat up on me so much. And he's only beat me like this much. Like the last race, it was one inch. One inch. Come on. Could he, I wish he would have run into me or something. <laughs> so paybacks but, to Greg Anderson. That's what you want exactly. more. Exactly. Right. Greg's done a great job. Jaggy's done a fine job. Warren, he's probably one of the greatest of all. You know, him and Bob Glenn, we always looked up to those guys. And he's out here. The guy's, yeah. guy's going to be on Social Security next year. Boy, that's I mean, I look at that and I think there's, there's hope for me. And, you know. Multi-NHRA pro stock champion Warren Johnson. He's about 87, 88 years old now and still racing. No, he's 64. But you know what? The guy, you got to love the guy. And he's only 64 for a couple more days. So, you know, yeah. I love the guy to death. And there's hope for us younger guys. I got I got news for you. There ain't a whole lot of love coming on this side of the mic from Mr. Warren Johnson. Oh, but beside the point, Morgan, thank you for coming in here. Man. Hey, thank you. And I appreciate you guys doing what you do. And, hey, Mopar, what a great deal up yeah. there. It is. Larry Morgan, Lucas Oil NHRA sponsor, Pro Stocker, coming in Speed Freaks Pits. And when we continue, one of his idols, I'm sure, Big Daddy Don Garland's. Going to spend some time with him. He's the guy who helped put Mopar on the map. Absolutely. And when you hear that Red Bull Air Race sounder, be one of the first five callers at 8669 Freaks. And you would have guessed, just might be joining Speed Freaks in Budapest, Hungary, for the Red Bull Air Race. Some of the baddest plane pilots in the history of man in Budapest, Hungary, coming up in August. And you got to have, you and your guests, you have to have a passport. All right. Hey, I, got, what? I got one more thing about Damn, Morgan, Big Daddy. Listen to me. He sat beside me, or I sat beside him last night at the down downtown at the uh, autograph session. He told me he was the first to see the quarter-mile race, and he wanted to make damn sure he was the first to see the 1,000-foot race. What? Is that cool or what? Nice. Think about that. Nice. Big Daddy's a part of everything, isn't he? He's cool. <laughs> the first for everything. And that is RedBullAirRace.com. Log on to RedBullAirRace.com to get more information on some of the baddest pilots around. Again, that was Larry Morgan, Statman Carruthers, Crash Patterson, Kenny Sargent. When we continue, Big Daddy Don Garlitz with the Freaks. More Speed Freaks coming up. This freaking segment is brought to you by Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. Try one out today at your local Dixie Chopper dealer. To find the closest dealer to you, go to DixieChopper.com. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of Speed Freaks. You are listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. $4 gas making your life miserable? Certainly giving me the blues, but the freaks are coming to your rescue. We're offering free replays of Speed Freaks broadcasts available on demand 24-7 from iTunes. Subscribe at iTunes or SpeedFreaks.tv. You'll be notified whenever there's new audio or video on the Jags media page. Then go to iTunes and download away. Think about that. The next time you pump in that $4 gas. If you don't believe it, go to speedfreaks.tv. It's all there. Where else can you get free stuff these days? 
Hey, Speed Freaks, it's Kenny Sargent giving you the guarantee to stop your leaks in power steering units with Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak or your money back. It corrects rack and pinion problems, and Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak is totally effective in reducing slack, squeals, and hard spots in worn rack and pinions. Your results will be immediate and long-lasting. Quit wasting your time and money. Get Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak, guaranteed to stop seal leaks in power steering units or your money back. Swing by your favorite auto parts dealer and pick up some Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak today. This isn't some other beer. This isn't a Bach, an ale, stout or a pale this isn't a cherry wheat or a berry wheat and it doesn't taste like chocolate this isn't some trendy microbrew this is the perfect balance of flavor and refreshment this is Budweiser this is the great American lager Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri Bopar, it's more than the OE supplier in parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge. Bopar's imprint is rooted in the biggest names of motorsports. Casey Kane and Don Schumacher Racing, Big Daddy Don Garland, Stifting Champion Sam Huvenet, and more. It's a family of teams and drivers representing the awesome attitude and culture that Mopar has come to symbolize. You got a Chrysler, Dodge, or Jeep in your stable? Then do what the pros do and go with authentic Mopar parts. Log on to Mopar.com to find out more. Mopar, the performance in Speed Freaks. This freaking segment is brought to you by the Lucas Oil Motorsports Hour, IHBA, Demolition Derby, Super Trucks, Hooters Pro Cup, World Series of Off-Road Racing, and more. It's all on the Lucas Oil Motorsports Hour. Log on to motorsportshour.com for more information. It's real racing for real people and the Lucas Oil Motorsports Hour. Back with Speed Freaks, Vandermeer Raceway, or Vandermeer Speedway, 50th anniversary. And it's the 29th annual Mopar Mile High Nationals as we do it up for the Mopar Speed Shop in the Mobile Lucas Oil Studios. Statman Carruthers, Crash Gladys, I'm Kenny Sargent. And it's been one of those two-hour Speed Freaks extravaganzas when you have some of the biggest names in drag racing. And you got to finish it with what a lot of us say is the greatest drag racer in the history of the NHRA. We kicked it off with the king, Kenny Bernstein, and we're going to end with the pontiff, or let's just say the, the pope of drag racing right here. We're going to end it with the pope of drag racing. Would you please welcome to the Speed Freaks Pits, big freaking daddy Don Garlitz. What's up, buddy? Glad to be here. The thing that I'd like to say first off is I was here like in uh, 1960. Right. They built this place in 58. And I'll tell you, it didn't look nothing like it looks today. <laughs> Well, what about all these women around here? Oh, did the yeah. women look as good back then? Yes, they did. I, I'm sorry to report that the women have always looked good. Wait a minute. Back in the 60s, they Especially had Especially to me. Yeah. <laughs> they had their hot pants. I mean, they, you don't see as many little hot pants around the pits anymore. Back then, they were pretty tight. Oh, well. He's not going to answer that. No comment. That's the voice of... Don Garlitz, are also known as Big Daddy Don Garlitz, with Statman, Crash Gladys, and Kenny Sargent. Thousand feet drag racing now. Thousand foot. What does Big Daddy think about that, who was one of the guys who helped put the quarter mile into existence? I'll tell you what I told one of my fans when I walked in here. because I, I don't think I was announced, you know. 
and a guy says, Big Daddy, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be back at the museum in Florida. I said, you know, for 60 years, we went a quarter of a mile, 1,320 feet. And I said, I, I flipped on my computer the other morning, went on the web, and it said that at the mile high, they were going to run 1,000 feet. And I said, you know what? I wanted to see that with my own eyes. So here I am. That's a big deal for you? Yeah, why? What, 60 years, we go a quarter of a mile, and all, now we're going to go 1,000 feet? That is a big, big deal. Do you agree with the temporary safety precaution of running 1,000 feet versus uh, 1,320? Absolutely. You know, let's put it like this. We've had a, some tragedies in the sport, and we need something right now to kind of like a, what we call a quick fix until we can – get into this thing and see what can be done to kind of slow the cars down. And this is a real easy one. You know, all of a sudden, every strip has got 320 feet more stopping distance. Right. Every car goes 320 feet less distance. And if you'll notice on the TV shows, you'll see the smoke and fire come out of them pretty much just past the 1,000 foot. So what they got to do is get in there technically now and see what they can do to slow the cars down so we can go back to the, the 1320. I'm for going back to the 1320 after we get the problem solved. Right. And I think they can do that. And, uh, you know, let's face it, the NHRA needed to do something right now that was something that was easy. And that was a real easy, quick fix for the time being. And so now I think they'll get working on it. The committees and the tech people will get together. And because let's face it, most of these drag strips were built, and even the later ones that were designed were designed after the car uh, tracks that were built in the 60s. And that was for cars that went 225 to 240 yeah. miles an hour, right. not 325 and 340 miles an hour. So we're 100 miles an hour faster than the tracks are really capable of handling. And it, it's even a little too much for the drivers. When the crew chief says to the guys, all right, I think it's ready to go. Let's send the driver. You hey. know that we've went a little bit overboard. That is the voice of Big Daddy Don Garlitz, the man who helped put Mopar on the map here with Speed Freaks. Go ahead, Statman. Don Garlitz, a lot of sports, uh, they don't look back to the pioneers and the people who started things to get their opinion on what should the direction they should go. Has drag racing included you in some of these conversations about what should we do now to make the sport safer? Uh, somewhat. Not as much as I think they should have, but a, a lot of times I have been included in some of the stuff. But I think that uh, they should, not only myself, but there's a few other of the uh, the retired pioneers out there that got pretty good heads on their shoulders. And we're talking especially safety now. We're not talking about performance, how to make them go faster. We got plenty of young guys back there in the pits that are plenty sharp on making them go fast. But what we're talking about here is keeping this sport safe. And there's plenty of good 
brain power out there that can do that. And I think I qualify well because look at the things that I did that brought more safety to the sport. You know, I was the guy that caused them to have fire suits because of the terrible fire. I put the engine in the back of the driver. You know, I was the first guy that bolted a parachute on my car. These are the things that we really have to look at. I was the first one that had a wing on the car, which gives it stability. So this is what we need to do. We need to really look at how to make it as safe as possible. Everybody out here just loves the sport, and I don't think these people came here to see somebody get hurt or killed. What else might you do? Like you said, you were the first for the wing. You were the first for the parachute. What else in your mind, what's going through your mind right now? What would you do to help the safety aspect? I think, uh, you know, I, I take a look at this things. I look at the progression of some stuff, and the, the fuel pumps on these cars are the big culprit right now. I remember when I ran a 39-gallon pump, and the cars went pretty good. Then all of a sudden, there was a 52-gallon pump, and we went 300 miles an hour. And then there was a 70-gallon pump, and then there was an 80-gallon pump, and now there's a 100-gallon pump. That pump is a really bad guy. It allows these cars to have too much volume of nitromethane, and that is the whole key to going fast and blowing up. The pumps should be under the complete control of the NHRA. They ought to come up with a 50 or 60 gallon pump that when the crews get here, they check their pump out from the NHRA. And if they don't like that pump, they get to make one change during the race. They can go back and take it back. And then the pump is turned in at the end of the event. NHRA then gives it to the pump people and they flow all the pumps. The pumps are all serial numbered. They're drawn by random by the crews. Everybody has exactly the same fuel pump. And that's, you don't need any more restrictions. They can run all the nitro they want. They can run all the cubic inches they want. They can run all the blower they want. If you ain't got the fuel, you ain't going to do nothing. That and is NHRA's restrictor plate, so yeah, to speak. That's true. That would be the restrictor, the NASCAR restrictor plate of NHRA would be the NHRA sealed fuel pump. You do not open that pump. If you think wow. something's wrong with it, you take. they would actually, actually have to have a trailer here from the pump manufacturer with the crew, their team in there that could flow that pump. And that the team said, well, my pump ain't getting enough fuel. They'd run it over there to the trailer, and they'd put it up there on the thing, and it'd flow right up there fine and say, okay, you don't like this one. Here, we'll give you another one. They'd put it, flow it, and give it to them. You only get one, one in the race. You could change one time, and that would be it. That's a great idea. Nobody has said that in this entire I, I show, except Jack Beckman came close. That is Big Daddy Don Garlitz joining us on a special edition of Speed Freaks on a Sunday night from Vandermeer Raceway in the Mopar Speed Shop. Statman, Crash Gladys, I'm Kenny Sargent, and I do want to add this. Over the weekend, the NHRA made an announcement about the Safety Task Force. They announced today that members of the Safety Task Force it was created to investigate, analyze, and determine ways to implement the initiatives recently outlined by the NHRA to continue to enhance safety. Log on to NHRA.com for more information about that. So, again, I give NHRA credit about that. Enough about that serious talk. Let's say John Force is standing in front of us, Don the Snake Perdome standing in front of us, and Kenny Bernstein standing in front of us. Which one of those three guys would you like to beat their ass on the track the most? Perdome, uh, Force, and Bernstein. Yeah, those three. Who's, whose ass do you want to beat the most on that drag strip? That's a no-brainer. There's only one guy that I love to beat the most, and that was the Snake. Oh, I tell you, me and the snake have had some really duels, and they were 
I mean, we're friends, but I mean, when we got out there on that track, it was a blood fight. Really? Yes, sir. Give me a story. What, oh, yeah. Did you ever just, and, just and, beat and, his ass in general? I mean, and, just kick his you, ass? You talk to him today, and he'll tell you the same thing. There was nobody he wanted to beat more than me. Did you ever take him down in the sand pit and get him in one of those Big Daddy headlocks? And- we, no, we never, we never rolled in the dirt. <laughs> we come close a couple of times. <laughs> Well, the Snake for Dome said there, there might have been guys back in the 60s that were actually carrying a piece in their fire suit to settle some of those arguments. That's absolutely the truth. They, they call it a fire suit pistol. Oh. Did you there have was one? a bucket sewed right in the fire suit. For the, they carried one? a little like a 25 automatic or something like that. So in case there was problems at the other end, because like if there was nobody to stop a burn down or anything, it could be, or a guy didn't want to come up. And so when they got down to the other end, they... Sometimes they went to fisty cuffs down there. What's the most memorable story or fight that you heard of? Did it involve like big ass Jim Dunn? Or Connie Coletta. Connie Coletta. What's the best fight that you ever saw maybe in the pits or down at the, the shutoff uh, area? There's, there's another no-brainer. It has to be the story of Connie Coletta and Shirley Muldowney. Oh, yes, yes. They had just broken up and they'd had this big fight and we're at Union Grove and uh, Coletta was walking down. I was on one side of the pits, and Shirley was on the other. We were kind of like a long, they called it the long uh, staging lane at Union Grove. And Coletta was walking on my side away from Shirley, and he was coming by me, and she hollered something out, out of her window. She was sitting in the truck, and this was like in the days of the pickup trucks, and she hollered something at Coletta. A cuss and word? I, and I, I didn't hear what it was, but and he said, what did you say? Because he don't hear well either, and she screamed it again like, you know, USOB or something like that because they really they didn't split up as friends. And so he walked over there to the window of the truck and stuck his head in the window, and she kind of moved back away from him. And this kid that worked for her, he I'll never forget it, he had a fro hair, hairdo, but he was a blonde kid. He got the 15-inch breaker bar out of the that they turned the motor over with you, back it down before they started, and he took that bar and he hit Coletta in the back of the head with it just as hard as he could. could He put about a three-inch gash in his head, and Coletta just kind of turned around and looked at the kid, and the kid was just it was just like a deer caught in the headlights. He couldn't believe that he'd hit this man with his steel breaker bar, 15 inches long, and Coletta was still standing. He grabbed that kid by that fro hair with the one hand like that and he took his other hand his right and he jabbed him about five or six times and then he just turned him loose and the kid just fell into a crumpled mess on the ground and then Coletta came over to me and he said Don he said I'm really good friends with Coletta you know I've known him since he was 17 he's lived in my house and everything before he had money he's a he's a great guy he said, Don, would you look at my head and see how bad this is? I said, oh, my God, Connie, you need some stitches. He says, have you got any race tape? I said, yeah. He says, would you mind wrapping it around? He says, i got to make this qualifying run. So we, I closed it up and took race tape and wrapped it around his head. He put his helmet on and qualified that car at race. He never got it sewed up until after the race was over. But it did require stitches. <laughs> it did require stitches, about four stitches. I can't imagine the kid's but face. But the fact that it never knocked him out. That's the amazing thing. That's a crowbar kind of thing. Yeah, like it's like a crowbar, the weight of a crowbar. I can't but imagine it stunned, the kid's The kid was more stunned from yeah. what he'd seen. He couldn't believe his eyes. He thought he just He's hit him standing. and could be laying on the ground. 
he turned around. He probably he, he couldn't realize he was getting hit by the man. He just hit over the head with a crowbar. No, his deer in the headlights look was more like, oh crap! Now I'm gonna get my ass beat. <laughs> wow, that's it a was quite a deal, let me tell you. We haven't heard anything about the Greek yet. I know you've got stories about Karamasinas. Karamasinas, oh yeah. Wasn't, wasn't he the regarded as like maybe the the, uh, the famous the, the most famous story about Karamasinas that I can tell happened at Lions Drag Strip. It was between Don Perdome and the Greer Black and Perdome car and the Golden Greek. It was a two out of three match race between them that night, and I don't know why I was there. Maybe we were racing somebody else, or I might have been there with my brother running in the gas car and running in the gas elimination. But anyway, I wasn't in the race. But the Greek was racing the Perdome, and it was one each. The Greek had won one, and the Perdome had won one. It was getting kind of late, and at Long Beach, the dew came in in the fog off of the ocean, and you could actually wipe the cowl of your car, and the water would just come right off of it. So the Greek, they was getting about, it was getting pretty late, and the Greek said, "It's time to make one." And he wiped the cowl, and the water was there, you know. And he went over to his trailer, and he took he had a, had a, a fifth, I think, wild turkey in there. And he took a good slug of that stuff, set her back in there, and they went up there to the line. And they go off the line pretty good, and the Greek runs off the drag strip just before the traps. And he's ahead of the snake. And he's out there in the dirt now, and he continues on. He doesn't back off of it. The dirt's just flying and everything, and he gets back on the strip past the traps, and when he went out and did that, he cut all the wires. Well, that turned on the wind light for him, just like if you'd have hit the clocks, you know? Right. <laughs> so the light came on for the Greek, and they announced over the PA that the Greek won the match race because he'd won the two out of the three. Well, Keith Black went ballistic because Perdome says, the Greek was ahead, but he was off in the dirt. He's eliminated because he went out off of the track, you know, and so... They went up and protested it to C.J. Hart, who was running the track. And C.J. says, let me tell you something, boys. He says, the old Greek got there first. This was just a match race. And as far as we're concerned, if he wanted to drive in the dirt, that's his privilege. The race is over, and he's the winner. The oh, my God, Keith Black got mad about that. But, you know, it was just a match race. It wasn't like here at the Nationals, you know, if you touch it barrier line you're out man we could we and could the do. crowd went completely ballistic oh, and the wild turkey oh. kept going on oh they love it they love it kind of stuff <laughs> that is that is big daddy don garland's endless story after endless story the Hold man on, who helped the man who helped put mopar oh, yes on the map brother we thank you for coming on speed freaks we look forward to getting you more on the freak nation and for what you've done for drag racing and motorsports in general we're happy for it to be back in the family well um, it's a pleasure to be here and i just really can't uh, compliment this place enough this bandamere speedway yeah. they have done such a tremendous job with making this a really great facility that's big daddy don garlitz that's crash gladys over there don't forget the website speedfreaks.tv you miss any of this show go to our website to the media page and you can hear big daddy gary selsey ron caps tolliver and our discussion about the you can the see them too yeah you'll be able to see them here eventually at speedfreaks.tv for crash gladys kenny Sargent, big daddy don garlitz mopar thank you for making this thing possible and lucas oil thank you guys for staying on board with the freak nation remember to shoot the juice to the moose and stat man cut it loose see ya yeah.
This freaking segment is brought to you by Mopar. More than just the original equipment supplier of parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles, Mopar is an attitude, a culture, a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. Mopar, the official performance of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. This isn't some other beer. This isn't a Bach, an ale, stout, or a pale. This isn't a cherry wheat or a berry wheat, and it doesn't taste like chocolate. This isn't some trendy microbrew. This is the perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. This is Budweiser. This is the great American lager. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. You don't need an MBA in agronomy to know it's lawn mowing season. You may need an SFA, a speed freak alert, to know it's time to cut your grass with the world's fastest, cleanest, fuel-efficient lawn mower on the planet. The Dixie Chopper LP3000, the first and only production propane mower in the industry. It utilizes alternative fuel and cuts down emissions. Get off your grass, grab one today. For more information, log on to DixieChopper.com, the official mower of speed freaks. Freak Nation, this is Rico Elmore, founder and CEO, or better yet, pimp for Fathead Sunglasses. You have a problem buying sunglasses that fit? Well, we got the answer. Fathead Sunglasses make special glasses to fit your fat head. Big brains, whatever you want to call it. Your head's too big, we can fit it. We also have a regular size for that guy with, well, not such a big head. Fathead Sunglasses. That's fatheadswithaz.com. Fathead Sunglasses, the official sunglasses of the Freak Nation. Continental Tire has the right tire for your ride. And if you're looking for some high-performance tires designed specifically for today's sports cars, then a set of Conti Sport Contact Tires are the choice. Did you know Continental currently holds the record for the world's fastest standard production tire, the VMAX? In fact, the entire lineup of Conti Sport Contact Tires deliver great handling and awesome performance you can feel. Find out more at ContinentalTire.com, the official tire of the Freak Nation. 97.1 